BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with OCR Bunny and OCR Strong. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet and today I've got with me uh, Russ from OCR Buddy. So Russ, um, it's been a while since you've been on, so maybe let everyone know a little bit about you and all that kind of stuff so people know who, who Russ is. Well, Mike, first, thanks very much. I appreciate uh, being back here. I think this is my third time here with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it is appreciated. So yeah, I'm Russ and I am, uh, I guess people call me the OCR Buddy guy. OCR Buddy is today and always has been the only calendar and database app for obstacle course racing. And we bring out events from all over the world, over 70 Mm -hmm. countries we've had events from into one spot right on your phone so that the ease of finding events, scheduling events, and everything is right in the palm of your hands. Which is is amazing. Thank you. I mean, it's an amazing idea and an amazing use of the, the, you know, the phone. I mean, we use our phone for everything. So, I mean, it's, it's in our hands constantly. So might as well make it, you know, do something cool. So having it be able to find the OCRs that we're all looking for anyway um, is great because we all want to try different ones. We don't want to just keep doing them. Once you do one, it's kind of like, it's like I say, it's like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop, you know? So, and we always want to try the different ones. We don't want to just keep doing, you know, like one brand. We want to look at them all. And that's what I liked about OCR Buddy is it's all of them. It's not just one brand. You kind of bring them all together. Even like the small, the, the smaller races like locals are on there. Well, it's, it's kind of a, a thought process that, um, you know, it's, there are races that everybody does. There are brands that people, mm-hmm. you know, constantly do. Spartans and Tough Mudders and here on, on the East Coast, more of the Savages. And these brands, you know, they do drive the industry, whether we like it or not. The major brands drive the industry because they have events all over the place. Yes. You know, on the West Coast, you have Mud Factor and there's other brands as well. But it's these other small events and these local events that really do keep people interested because, you know, for example, on Long Island, where I live, uh, we used to have Tough Mudder and Spartan on Long Island and Rugged Maniac. Now they're not here. Uh, they all moved off, but there are some local smaller ones around that we do. And those help because it keeps people interested. And then it has them go look for those other ones mm-hmm. or vice versa. When you do the Spartans and the Tough Mudders and you want something in between, if it's not for these small races, there's just nothing there. So that's yeah. one of the beautiful things I love about OCR Buddy is, you know, I love it when I find a race that I've never found before. I think it's really cool. I get this rush when I'm like, oh, wow, I found this race in Kentucky. Or I found this race in Portugal that is this local 5K mud run that says they're the best, you know, and and I love it. And it's it's a lot of fun to to find those and reach out to the people who are um, the owners, the race directors, and let them know, hey, you're in the app. And, um, you know, the reactions are awesome. And it, it's one community. And that's another thing that that OCR Buddy promotes is community. Mm-hmm. We are all one community. If you know, if, you know, we, you know, obviously for the last few years, we've had a lot of races that have gone by the wayside. They, they've, they haven't continued once the pandemic went through. And it's a shame because, you know, the more that we lose, the more that the community suffers. So it's really something that like OCR Buddy, we really do try to promote the community because 
the community is something that strives as a whole. You know, it's the sum of the parts really do make up more than the whole. Yeah. And if we start losing these parts, we're going to start losing who we are and, and the community itself. I, I agree. And that, that's one thing that I've noticed quite a bit, you know, with doing some of the races, like for me living up in the Pacific Northwest, and I've mentioned this to people a few times, we have like a four month window. Pretty much there's races up here from like pretty much maybe May mm-hmm. to September. So like I've started doing triathlons and I've started really focusing hard on triathlons. I still do the OCRs, but I've been focusing hard on triathlons. Literally the the last triathlon was the Ironman in September and looking at the calendar, there's not another Ironman or not another triathlon of any type up here, except for maybe some indoor until June. So, I mean, that's it. So that's kind of our window. So up here. So a lot of time having like OCR buddy or something with local races, I can look at because we get, Spartan in August and September. If you go down to Portland, you mm-hmm. you get those, and then we get Tough Mudder like the weekend after. So we get that in September. So August and September is when we get the big the big guys up here in the Northwest. And other than that, we don't see any. We have to travel. So if we want to go to any of the bigger races, um, you know, even the race brands. So I mean, we kind of have the OCR buddy. We can use that to look at okay, what smaller events do we have around here? What else can I do, you know, to just whet my appetite? You know, I want to do an OCR race. I want to get money. I want to get out there and do it, but I don't have the money to travel all the way. So what do I have in between, you know, in between those, you know, August and September when we have the big guys up here. And that's really, and that's also very important. And there's, you know, um, is when, is when people, you know, they're looking for something to do Mm -hmm. and, you know, which is why also, you know, to go off on other things that OCR Buddy has and does is that we there's multiple types of races and obstacle racing. Um, you know, it's kind of a debate that's going on right now is what is obstacle racing because of what's happening with with the pentathlon and bringing in the fifth discipline. There is a difference between OCR and obstacle racing, mm-hmm. you know, so so we we also have inside of OCR Buddy are the ninja events. We have adventure events, we have parkour, we do the inflatables, we have all of that because there are different types of events as well. And all these different kind of events that we can get out there are different things that people can do and support local companies, larger companies, but also getting them out on the course. Um, You know, we, we, we worked with mud gear over the past year. Um, They were, they were one of our advertisers. They dropped off as an advertiser, but they're staying on as a partner. And what we're doing is we're providing them one of the things that we can do for various um, companies, businesses, race teams, is we provide a widget onto their website, which is a calendar from our database. And they asked us, hey, listen, um, you know, we support the rock community. So mm-hmm. guess what's coming in our next version? Our next update, you're going to have a rock section. So you oh. can actually search for rock events as well. So we're going to be working with them to start bringing in uh, different types of rocking events from around the country and around the world as well so it's just a matter of getting people on the course and to do that that's what ocr buddy's trying to do is just get people out there different kinds of events different places around the world mm-hmm. uh, you know and different things and if i can get people to to tell me hey i didn't know that that was there thank you um you know uh, there's people who i know here in town who who I can't get to a race, but I found this virtual event. I found that savage, vir- that savage virtual, and I love them. I do them all, 
You know, I found this brand virtual because I can't go travel, but Hey, it's still out there still yep. on the app. So um, it's a pretty big rush when you hear people thanking me, thanking OCR buddy for um, doing what we do, because that's really what it's for. And it's just, it's, it's a really cool um, rewarding experience that doesn't seem to stop giving back to me, which yeah. is part of, I think, why I keep giving over and over back to the community, the OCR community as well, and the obstacle community as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the to hear the rocks are going to be in there, that's that's cool. So, because that's one that we can still do up here a lot of times, you know, they, they will have rock events up here in the, you know, the winter time because, you know, whatever, you know, rocking yeah. the, the sun, rocking the snow, it's all the same thing. It all yeah. sucks. But, yeah, we're, be, we're beta testing it right now, which is basically just me testing it on my phone. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe by the time this is heard live, it, it might it might be part of the part of the app. But it's uh, this latest update is is um, rocking. Mm-hmm. We're also adding the so you can download events to your um, your iPhone your iPhone calendar because we already have the ability to do a Google calendar. And then we're also adding uh, a notification and a different screen on your phone so you can program it so your phone will tell you any events that are within a certain distance of your house or whatever location, but you will also get a notification every day that an event is added within the last 24 hours within that range. So if you, you're in the Pacific Northwest and let's say you, your range is 250 miles from Seattle and we had an event at um, whether it's a rock and inflatable, whatever it is within 200 miles of your house, if that's within your filters, you'll get a notification in the morning at whatever time it is that, Hey, What's your buddy at an event in your area? Yeah. So, yeah, that, so that's a pretty cool event. They're cool, yeah. cool feature. So, you know, and, and and that was suggested from from one of our users. And these are the kind of things that even makes it even better about OCR Buddy is that from the day that I I created it, invented it, worked with our um, our tech guys, their Blind Hack LLC in New Jersey. I'll give mm-hmm. them every plug I can because they're great for me, and and the couple brothers who are always looking to find something new to do for the app but um you know people will tell us tell me all the time hey listen can you do this can you do that um you know and that's how a lot of these things come through is from people making a suggestion and ocr buddy is that for the community as well is that you know uh, i'm i'm one person you know mm-hmm. we have almost now ten thousand downloads there's ten thousand people out there that have ideas or could have ideas that can make the app better. So um, most of our good, most of our good ideas are not from me. They're from the people who are using it and say, Hey, can you put a location app in there? So we can tell you, give me directions. Can you put something about hotels? Can you tell me the weather? All those various things are ideas that have come from people. That is just a matter of having the ability to create it behind the scenes and bring it to people. Hmm, that's awesome and i mean it's cool that you listen to the 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 users i mean there's so many times you hear companies say oh yeah give us suggestions well you know where you're actually showing that you are listening to the user the user say hey this would be cool i mean for me if i was going to make a suggestion triathlons triathlons but i mean that's just because that's my focus at the moment you know as i'm i'm still doing ocrs and i'm still watching for ocrs but at the same time you know i've been focusing really hard on triathlons and trying to get you know better at that stuff 
which as soon as we're done recording, I think I'm going to go down to the pool at the hotel and take a swim now. But, <laughs> hmm. I'm, here, I'm, here, I'm here in the basement. I used my setup to get myself ready for our, uh, our, uh, the live awards when we do it. So I had an idea if this setup works. So, so far it looks like it's okay. Yeah, it looks like it's working pretty good. I mean, that's one of the things too, I mean, that we were going to talk about here. I mean, I wanted to talk about OCR Buddy, what all the stuff you got going on with it, because I mean, it's a great, like you said, it's a great app. I mean, it's great to find things. It's great to help people. I mean, it's a useful, very useful tool um, to be able to find the stuff that we want to do, you know, and I mean, it, it's good to, you know, Mud Gear, you know, is working with you and stuff and, you know, for the rocking and stuff like that. I still haven't got anything from Mud Gear. I haven't decided if I want to try it yet. I know Don does a bunch of stuff with Mud Gear. So it's always funny because for BeastNet, there's a few things that we're kind of affiliates with. But some of it Don does a lot with and other stuff I do stuff with. So it's kind of funny where, yeah, like Mud Gear is the one that Don's kind of been focusing on. And I've been, you know, got a few of the other ones that I do. So, yeah, you know, like I said, you know, we work we, we work with Mud Gear. They are a partner. Our, you know, right now when you go on our, our um, on the app or through the website, our splash screen is now the company Fit Shit, which is basically shit that fits. And, uh, you know, they have they have fillable sandbags and they have other type of, you know, clothing as well and compression socks. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, give them a little plug because I gave Mud Gear a plug as well. Oh, yeah. So, but so yeah, I have so, to look at that. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I love their socks and, uh, you know, and the, the good people that run that company. So yeah. I and I'm a huge, huge sock guy. I, love, I never thought I'd be a sock guy, but I'm now one of those, like, after so many races and doing all that and realizing so quickly that your feet, are huge. I mean, making sure your oh, yeah. feet are taken care of is huge. I've had too many races where I didn't take care of my feet correctly. And I was had major issues because of it. I mean, the biggest one I could think of is I think it was, what, Hawaii in 2019, which was the first time I finally got all three races in a weekend in Hawaii. But by the time I got to race number three, like literally I couldn't wear my race shoes. I had to wear just normal tennis shoes because my feet were so swollen and so tore up. That like once I got to like you know the the dunk wall I'm like I'm literally like my feet are technically literally bleeding I'm not going in that water you know but then for the <laughs> next you know three days or th- I think we were there for another four days in Hawaii I could barely leave the hotel room because I couldn't put shoes on because my feet were so wrecked and even like flip flops I mean it was like you know every time I took a step it was like excruciating pain I'm like okay we need to fix this problem. And I found, you know, socks and the right shoes. So, I mean, having, you know, the, the what did you call it? Fit shits? Fit shit. Yep. Fit shit. Fit yep. shit. You know, I mean, that sounds like a great idea. And I mean, it's one of those things like, you know, for, you know, you mentioned mud gear and I've heard their socks are really good, but I have to, I'm very picky. I like, after so many times tearing up my feet, I have like one type of sock that I really love and it cracks me up because they're white. <laughs> so every time I do a race, everyone's like, um, you realize you're wearing white socks. And I'm like, Yep. yeah and they're comfy and they work and they won't be white at the end of this and i don't care you know no. there's there's a lot of different things that you know and you know we if you could easily just put a post onto any of the different you know facebook groups say hey what what socks should i get you know and you'll yeah. get 30 different 30 different ideas but the but what when you find something that's right for you you know when i my mud gear socks and the fidget socks i and i'll knock on wood as i say this i've never gotten a blister yeah so you know, that's, that's mm. important, you know, and knowing, you know, and knowing that your gear, knowing your shoes, your socks, your shirt, um, the temperature, 
uh, your, your, your water pack, what you're putting in your electrolytes, all important, especially, you know, to those that as ex they're extending from those, those, um, 5k and, and, uh, beginning events that we spoke about mm -hmm. before that people join, as you get, start getting into these supers, beasts, longer events, endurance events, triathlons, you know, that's, that, that becomes important and, and listening to the, you know, I'll always go back to the community, listening mm -hmm. to the community for ideas, nutrition, um you know it, it's all very important all very important yeah. and all all ties in together because you know i'll go back to you know that word that's right there community you know yeah it's it's, it's all, huge yeah yep it is uh, the one thing i can say it's funny though that everyone always laughs and they're surprised my socks are technically i wear cotton socks Ooh, really? which everyone tells you you shouldn't but it's the only way i found that i don't get blisters that, that so. that's that's exactly what I say before. It works for you. If that works yeah. for you. And that's what I always say. I always go to the community, but it's always one of those things. You're going to get 30 different answers and you just got to find the one that works for you. Like I said, they're cotton, like Adidas socks is what works for me. Every time I don't get blisters, cracks me up. I always have a thing. Everyone laughs. If you ever race with me, you'll hear me. The first time we hit mud, I'll totally do this thing that I'm just like, nobody told me there'd be mud. This is bullshit. I have white socks. And like, I had one guy, one race is like, is he serious? And one of my friends is like, no, he's done this like 60 times. Just ignore him. <laughs> yeah, my, my line is, uh, there's a line in City Slickers where if you know the movie City Slickers, where he's oh, yeah. actually, you know, he's actually giving birth to the, to the cow, to from the cow. And he takes his hand down and goes, you know, this wasn't in the brochure. So, you yeah. know, so. Loses you know, his watch, everything. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. So. Um, so when I'm, you know, riding, you know, in New Jersey, they always start with the first is always the hill straight up and Killington mm -hmm. is always the hill, um, you know, being here in the Northeast, you know, that's, I always start that right away at a quarter mile in, you know, this wasn't in the brochure. Yes, it was know. not in the brochure. Yeah, some people right. to laugh. My friends know it's coming. So just. Oh, yeah. Let start. That's me. I Mine is usually that one or I'll be somewhere along the way. And it's been a while since we've had a water obstacle and I'll be like. So when do you think the next PD obstacle is? And there'll be someone <laughs> next to me, like sit there for a minute and go, oh, oh, yeah. You know, and they'll realize what I just said. But yeah, it's always it's fun all, to have fun with people. It is, it is. And it's so much fun. And like you said, it's the community. I mean, it's all about the community. And that's what I love. OCR has a great community. And OC buddy, OCR buddy helps bring that community together and keep us going. So well, thank you. I so, appreciate it. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I love OCR buddy. Um, so like I said, the, the awards now, now we're going to get into the figure. We should bring up the awards. That was really the whole reason we were supposed to talk, but I wanted to talk about the other stuff first. So now the awards every year we do the awards. So how many, how many years has this been? This is actually our second year. It's only been um, two years. I thought yeah, last, last year was the first year we did it. And I will give a ton of credit to uh, my social media person, Bonnie Wilson, who love Bonnie. Love is, Bonnie. She's a, she is probably the the heart and soul of many different areas of obstacle racing and they don't even people don't even realize they're no know who she is oh yeah and you know just um last it was in the middle of last year sometime around july of 2021 we were coming out of the pandemic some races were happening others were still canceling and bonnie and i were talking about you know let's see if you know, mud gear, uh, mud run guide comes back with the awards and Bonnie used to work with them. Yep. Um, and sometime when October hit the end of October, 
we kind of just said to each other, I not hearing anything, not questioning anything. Let's just do it. And we went through last year with the, the OCR buddy community choice awards. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and I think it was well received. I think that it filled a void that was needed in our community. And, you know, after a couple of years of the pandemic and um, people not feeling not confident, but, you know, a sense of pride, um, I wanted to do something that at least try to bring the community together over something. Yeah. And so we brought back the awards and, you know, we used, um, you know, we had the typical awards, the, you know, the, the race of the year, the top brand and the you know, best athletes, but we did a couple of other things. Um, we had a write-in choice, you know, just various things like that and mm-hmm. um, favorite moment, um, just various things. We didn't try to go too much. We didn't try to go 18, 20, 30 categories. I think we kept it at 15 just to keep it simple, but to also do something to give back to um, the community. Yeah. And I reached out to a whole bunch of different companies, brands, events, and we had over two dozen, I call them collaborators, which are really just uh, OCR related groups, BeastNet being one of them, who I asked to help us promote this as a community. And it, like I said, it it seemed to be very well received. Um, I don't remember anything negative. You know, we got constructive criticisms on what we did and how we did it, which I always, I always take to heart. And if, you know, and, and I understand them. And some of those helped us form what we're doing this year. And it is the second year of we're doing it, the 2022 second annual um, OCR Buddy Community Awards. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's so again, I reached out and I'm going to just just, you know, do like this is literally the list of our collaborators this year. And it really is um, many of these brands, companies, um, are really a heart and soul of who we are. And yeah. when I say who we are as a community, we are, you know, it's, um, you know, obstacle course racers, which is if you go on to Instagram, it's OCR.racers. Um, More heart than scars. Uh, we are strong as Oak, Hazelwood OCR, you guys at BeastNet, Race Ready Obstacles, the Abominable Snow Race, Lionheart's Fitness, Strength and Speed, along with the Mudgear Battle of the Lions Pro Team. HeartFit Hybrid and OCR, uh, Frontline OCR, Team Race Builder, um, which is Sid and Aaron, um, you know, Sid from uh, the guys who do all the race building at all the various um, obstacle races, mm-hmm. Sid from down south and Aaron from Race Ready, um, Boulder Dash, Phoenix Race OCR, Legend Born, Metal Addict, Viking Obstacle Race, Middle of the Pack Podcast, Obstacle Fitness X up in Canada, USA OCR, Highlander Assault, and Team Iron Edge OCR. Those are all our collaborators. And, um, you know, all these groups uh, offer something. They are um, teams. They are brands. They are races. Uh, Legendborn is, is, is a profit company. But all of them provide something to our community. And mm-hmm. with this, they're providing an outlet for us to reach out to more people to be able to say, hey, you know, these awards are here. We were taking nominations. Help us nominate your favorites. And um, and that's, and I'm going to, while we're here, I'm also going to just pull up the categories while we're talking, just because yeah. we did expand a couple of them this year. We added a few extras. 
um, because now that we, you know, we learned from what we did last year and uh, we learned um, some of the mistakes we made, which, you know, it's some of the mistakes we made, some of the things that we did well. And um, so we're coming up with the best overall event in 2022, the best large race series in North America, which we define as 10 events or more, uh, the best small race series in North America, best international race in the Western Hemisphere, and the best race in the Eastern Hemisphere, um, best male athlete, best fe- best male OCR athlete, best female OCR athlete, best individual accomplishment, which which we describe as what moment inspired you, motivated you, or made you say, wow, most inspirational person or group, OCR community builder who has gone above and beyond to help the OCR community, the best team or the best OCR community, best obstacle of the year, best medal of the year, best podcast of the year. Um, That'd be we, also have, <laughs> we also have what we call the unofficial awards, which is a writing award that we want people to suggest different type of awards as well. And then the volunteer of the year, because the volunteers are a tremendous part of obstacle racing that do not get as much credit as deserved. And we yeah, want to make sure that. that we can reach out and say, thank you. And um, I know so many people who volunteer because, hey, listen, you get a race credit out of it or you get something from it. I also know a whole lot of people who volunteer because they just want to be there. Yeah. And those people are um, unappreciated at times. So we added that this year to say thank you to our volunteers. Which is awesome. So, And there's some race brands. I'm surprised some don't give um, as many benefits for volunteering as others. So um, I did one, basically volunteered for one. And it was, I got pretty much a, a thank you and a t-shirt. There, you know, there are some that, that, that can't do more. And that's not a negative, which as well, it's not a, this was a big brand though. This was a large brand. So they, they, yeah. But like the smaller ones, there's a lot of smaller ones I volunteered for just because, just because I, I was there and I wasn't planning on leaving anytime soon. So why not? You know, and there are also brands that do volunteer heats. There mm-hmm. are some of that do at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, you know, and, and again, it's, um, I'll never fault a brand for um, anything to do with their volunteers because yeah. getting a volunteer is very difficult, you know, especially, um, I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of the weather at Fenway over the weekend or yeah, down, little, down yeah. at, or was down at, you know, the world's toughest when it's cold and rainy, you know, these volunteers are still out there mm-hmm. and um, you may not get all of them to show up. You may not get all of them to participate for the amount of time they're supposed to because, Listen, 38 degrees and raining, 42 degrees and raining. But those that are there, um, I always make sure that when I'm passing obstacles, I say, hey, volunteer, thank you. Yeah, you know? which is amazing. I thank them all the time, too. One of the things that's cool is uh, one of the race brands I did, um, Ironman. They have, when you sign up, you get an, you can grab an extra bracelet. And the whole purpose of having this specific bracelet is when you pass a volunteer that you think is doing a really good job, you're supposed to hand it to them. Oh, that's cool. a thank you. So it's like, you know, it's kind of cool as a volunteer, you know, to see how many bracelets you can end up with. So, but what was bad when I volunteered, I was at, you know, sign up. So I was someone handing out the bracelet. So, but I did have one guy when I handed it to him and I'm like, oh, you're supposed to give it to a volunteer that's doing a really good job. And he handed it back to me. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. That's cool. But, you know, yeah. That's cool. And, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, 
the 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 categories um you know it's it's hard to say who's the best you know obstacle because there's going to be you know um you know savage has specific obstacles spartan has specific obstacles indian mud run has specific obstacles and you know how can people compare um an obstacle they've never done to an obstacle they've done 20 times in the year mm-hmm. however that's part of what it is, is, you know, we're going to, when we, when we do our, after right now we're in a nomination, I should say right now we're nominations. Nominations will be around for about two weeks. I think to just about Thanksgiving weekend, we're going to keep nominations open. And through that time, we're going to keep track of, of how things are going. And what we do before we go to the voting is we'll get pictures. So we, and we'll get other types of comments as well. So when we do a post about it or we go to the live to not to the live to the to the voting, we hope to at least give information behind it. So mm-hmm. um, I think that, you know, I think, you know, um, the savage, you know, sawtooth or, you know, floating walls or, you know, what's the difference between A and B? Why is this rig better than that rig? Well, we hope to provide that information mm-hmm. you know, when, you know, the best female athlete of the year, you know, people vote. You know, person A, we're going to give a little information about them, maybe a link to the uh, to their to their Instagram page, something. So it's not just, you know, person A, person B, person C. Uh, we may not be able to do that with all of them, but we're going to try. So between the nominations and the actual voting will probably be about a week. And that will give Bonnie enough time to um, put all my ideas together and and not kill me. Um, I, I joke with her all the time that she wants to kill me all the time. And um, she does pretty well keeping her sanity with me with you know my ideas that float through all the time but you know she she puts a lot of the back stuff together everything you'll see all the graph not all the graphics but a lot of the back stuff um actually she'll do the graphics for the live so all that stuff you'll see is bonnie and um you know and and all the stuff that we're going to get together is you know we just try to give everybody the best information that they can um, the most information they can and make them everybody feel like, you know, this is also a, a fair, um, everyone's getting a fair shake. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we also at the, after the awards are over, we actually, which we did last year, we're going to do again. We actually post the results after, after everything, because we want to be transparent. We want people to see how the voting went. And, um, you know, it's, you know, uh, you know, part of that was, when the first year that OCR Buddy was around, I think it was 90, it was either 1990, 1990, the 2016 or the 2017 awards that Mud Run Guy did, um, OCR Buddy came in second. And when it was announced, it was announced that over 6,000 votes, there was a one vote difference. And I had lost a vote to the main sponsor of the event. So I I never questioned it. I never doubted it. Hey, we came in second in our first or second year, and it was fantastic what a category it was. But, you know, by one vote, over 6,000 to the sponsor, uh, you know, okay, I'll I'll, I'll take it, and I'll take my second place and and be happy. Um, But, you know, I don't want anybody feeling that way. I don't want an athlete, a brand, a competitor, anyone feeling like, you know, there's something that, you know, may not be there. And I'm, I will say this, I am not throwing shade at anyone from Mud Run Guide 
from that year. I, I'm not, I have said this state publicly before, so I clearly accept it. So please do not feel like I am throwing shade at anybody or any brand specifically. I want to yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things, a lot of times it's, it's it's great to be nominated. I know people say that all the time and it's like, oh yeah, whatever. But it is, I mean, it means people recognize you. I mean, it's like, I think we've beaten that at least once or twice. I think when the Mud Run Guide were doing it, I think maybe last year, we've taken runner-up. You were, I believe I believe you were runner-up last year, yes. Yeah, yes. so I think we've taken runner-up with, you know, I think twice, at least twice, maybe, maybe more than that. Don would have to check. I don't pay attention to these things. I'm I mean, I do, but it's like, it, it doesn't, they don't live in my brain, if, if you know what I mean. It's like, if we do it, great, thank you. But being nominated and people just recognizing that, you know, enough for us to even be runner up. I mean, against some of these, you know, other podcasts that are, you know, I mean, not to sound bad, better produced, everything else. We pretty much just record on Zoom and have fun conversations with our friends. And I mean, if you people love that, amazing. Thank you, you know, for, you know, nominating us. But I mean, just that is recognition not for me i don't do this you know for the fame and glory if i was i'd probably put a lot more work into it but i do it just so i can have like fun little chats like with, with you know russ here and all my other friends you know and i i it really during covid this is one of the things that kept me going was recording these you know so. yeah, and and the, that you know, there was during covid and during the pandemic the, that time um, I had to make a personal choice because, you know, OCR Buddy is is basically an app that at the time, 2019, being 2020, was an app that basically all we did was talk about races. Yeah. And all of a sudden you get into a pandemic where there are no races. There's no races. But what was happening, if, if you know, go, you may remember that everybody started canceling events like March um april mm-hmm. you know every post became what events were canceled yeah and and you know i was as guilty as everyone else because hey i that's what i did and you know oh you know ocr buddy if an event is canceled we still leave it in the, in the database unless unless it was changed as a date and it goes to red so if you see yeah. a red event that means it's been canceled but what's happening was everything turned red and i had to make a choice at that point what was I going to do if this pandemic lasted a while? And Bonnie was a very big part of this is that the decision became, let's focus on the community. Let's change a little bit of what OCR Buddy does besides just a race and calendar app. And let's see how we can change it for the community. So we started working with everybody that had all the virtual events. We started promoting the virtual events and people doing these events taking their pictures, posting them that, Hey, you can do this. Bone frog was doing this. Uh, uh, Tough mutter had their events. Spartan had mm-hmm. their events, promote the people doing it. The small events were doing it. Um, you know, Viking obstacle race did uh, with Asa, you know, we, we he did um, a, a, it was like a, a couple hundred mile event. That was mm-hmm. a virtual event, but what it was, he planned a map that started literally in my hometown with a picture of me, where they do the where they used to do the tough mutters, and based upon your mileage, you would see how you progressed on this map, and the map traveled around different spots in the northeast, at different, stopping at different races and different brands and different places, and we promoted things like that because that's what kept people going, yeah. and also through that time, somehow or another, 
and I say it that way, um, downloads to the app increased. It, it, and, and, our, and our social media went up like 50% during the pandemic. And it was because of the change of realizing that the community, and I said this before, the sum of the parts of the community is much greater than the whole. Yeah. And then we started realizing, reaching out to um, brands. Hey, what are you doing? How can we help? Um, teams. Hey, what's going on? Uh, how, what can we promote for you? Let's just keep the positives going. And when people had events, you know, and, and there were certain places in the United States and the world that had, you know, Florida had events, Texas was having events. I know there were a couple of places in the Northeast that were having events, Arizona, those events were promoted. And it was because we wanted to show people that there was hope, that there was something that, you know, in, you know, New York, Long Island, we were, you know, one of the worst places for a very long time with, with the whole pandemic. And um, things weren't happening around here. But, you know, during all of it, you know, uh, City Challenge, which is, you know, a, a non-mud race, a city challenge, you know, obviously an urban race here mm-hmm. in the Northeast. They had an event in October of 2020 and or November of 2020. I just got the, I just saw that, you know, my, you know, on the Facebook memories and I'm like, Hey man, that was 2020. I did an event and we promoted the heck out of it just because we wanted people to realize that, you know, there's more than a pandemic and, um, you know, and those, those virtual challenges saved a lot of us. Um, that was kind of one of the things like when I, I'll be honest, I didn't start using OCR by a lot until 2020. Um, I mean, I'd use it a little bit here and there, but I, I knew which races I wanted to do. You know, I kind of had that idea. I knew which races I did. It was in my right. My wife probably used it more than I did, even though she doesn't do the races because she plans out the races. Cause most people know if I do a race and travel, then she gets a vacation. Right. So she had to pick the, the destination. She didn't want a vacation to like Ohio. So, you know, I had to make, had to make in Ohio, some great events in Ohio. I know there is, but that, that, <laughs> that's about it. There's nothing else to do there. So that's why she's like, she's making sure to do the planning or we would have ended up in Ohio because there are some good events in Ohio. Ohio but, had events. And yeah, it's yeah. so it, and there was a, a bunch of those, but those virtual ones kept a lot of us like one of the big ones for me was battle miles. I did a lot of battle miles um, because they had great virtual events. I did all the Spartans. I think I did like five trifectas for Spartan. Mm-hmm you know, all those virtual ones and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's those virtuals, but that's when I really started looking at OCR buddies. Like I needed something else. It's like a uh, rock and roll. They did virtual, but they actually just posted that their virtuals are about to end at the end of the month. So, or the end of the year. So, I mean, a lot of those are starting to end some of those virtual ones, but I think they should still keep going. And I think they're a great choice. Well, we, we do, we do. I do keep listing them. You know, we do keep mm-hmm. still listing them. Um, you know, it's bone frog, savage, um, like for example, right now Highlander Assault is having one. If I know of it, you know, and there's certain brands who it's constant, and you know some of the virtual runs, and you know the ones, uh, you know, if I know that it's there, I will keep putting it up there. You know, especially yeah. the companies who reached out to me during the pandemic as well, and and we put out there. Battle Miles has always been part of, of has always been part of, of the app. Uh, you know, so I think that's important too because, like, you know, you're in. Ohio in the winter time, you know, Ohio in the winter time, and there's nothing to do because, you know, it's um, you know, abominable is in Wisconsin. Ohio. You don't want to go to Wisconsin, or you're in Iowa, wherever, and you want to say, okay, how am I going to challenge myself tomorrow? 
All right, well, let's go check out the Savage Poseidon, or let's go check out what Bonefrog's doing with their multiple different events. And it's important. And plus, it keeps companies with the financial um, wherewithal that, not wherewithal, financial um, gains that they could still get from someone just wanting to challenge themselves. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like sitting here today. What's, what's a virtual, all right, I'm going to go run five miles with a 22-pound you know, sack on my back and do push-ups along the way or squats or this or that. And when I'm done, I'm going to be sweating like a pig and I'm going to feel great about myself. And, you know, I'll get a medal in the mail and a t-shirt. Great. But it's the accomplishment of that in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And that's what I love about a lot of those. Like I know we, we BeastNet, we have one that we do, but there's no medal for it. It's just a challenge that we do for fun, but it's every year for my birthday. We do the, the pretty Mike challenge. That's last year was the first one of it because after I lost 100 pounds, the whole challenge is you 100 miles or something. You were doing a mile a pound or something. No, what we do is we do when we do the challenge. I run my birthday usually every year in December. I run my birthday. But for the pretty Mike challenge, you start with 100 pounds between like sandbags, whatever. And then every quarter mile, you drop 10 pounds. Okay, that's I I knew it had to do something with the 100 pounds because, you know, I, you know, know, years ago, I was also 300 pounds once. So I. I, uh, I've kept that weight off for a very long time. So, but I get it completely. I get it completely. And, you know, I'll walk around sometimes, you know, with, you know, 90 pounds on my hands doing like a farmer carry and think, holy crap, I was this weight once. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's, that's, you know, and uh, that's a, that's a cool part of uh, weight loss is realizing what you've done. So kudos to you. Congratulations to you on that. And it's definitely very cool to, uh, because I, I remember a lot of those posts that you were doing during the pandemic uh, too, with those races and everything that you're doing to yourself and these posts of you just laying on the floor afterwards. So, you know, I, I remember those. So kudos to you on those. It is, but it's been one of those, like this year, it's like, I just had a big talk with Megan uh, back and we talked about how like, I am, I'm wrecked. Like my <laughs> body right now, it's like the last month and a half, like everyone's hasn't noticed. Like I haven't been doing a whole lot because my body's just like, you're done. So I've been taking like a month, a break, letting my body heal because I need it. Two and a half years of pushing like I've been and my body's like, you're, you're going to be 45 in a couple of days. So it's time to slow down. Just take a break for like two weeks, you know, like two months, let your body kind of heal up and then you can start pushing again, but just take a break. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, speaking of Megan, who Megan, who's um, one of our ambassadors, which I will say we have 75 ambassadors this year, but I'll get back to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's another part of the community that is excellent. There are many great trainers, nutritionists, and other people out there that have so much more knowledge than me, than, than, than people who don't study, that they're not shy and they're not asking for, you know, anything in return for right. their, 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 their knowledge. You know, you could turn to Megan at any, Megan, um, you know, the OCR trainer, you know, Maggie BATC, those are her, her Instagram handles, um, you know, and say, hey, listen, uh, I, what can I do with this? And she, she, she's, you know, she's a trainer, but she's not going to sit there and say, well, that's 25 bucks. I'll help you. You know, but that's, I've never come across anybody in this community who I've asked a question to, who's not helped in any way, shape or form that they can. And, you know, and there are people who own, who own gyms and, you know, I will, you know, um, you know, out by me, there's a place, obstacle athletics, Kevin LaPlatney, who is the mud man, uh, 
you know, he, he used to outrace himself. He has a, he has his own place now at gym out here. And I could always reach out to him and say, Hey man, what, what am I doing? And um, what am I doing wrong? Help me here. And it's just all the various people are amazing. It's, it's again, it all comes back to the community, all comes back right. to the people that, you know, what's different. I think once you, you know, and I, what's different in obstacle racing to continue the thought about community that's unlike other sports is that you, even going up to the elites, no one, you're always competing, but you're never really in a competition. Yeah. And I say that you, you look at some of anybody who's out there on the course, they're always helping each other, always, you know, and, and even the elites that, you know, they, they, they don't, they don't specifically help each other, but they cheer each other on. They, they, they you'll always see, you'll always see a photo on um, the video of the, you know, the first elite who's passed through the, the, the start, the finish line. Second person comes in a hug, handshake, high five, you know, the person's laying on the floor, they lay down next to them. And that's mm-hmm. the camaraderie in this sport of obstacle racing. That is unique. I think in many other sports is that while you're competing, you're all there in the same, the same community. And, you know, in, in the open waves, um, you know, I'm, I'm as guilty of when I'm in a tough mudder, I'll stand on top of Everest for five, 10 minutes helping people. You know, it's not yeah. about, you know, I don't, I don't do the competitive waves. Not that I could, even if I tried, but it's about helping people over, you know, blockness monster or teaching, you know, one of my best friends in life I met because I taught her how to go over an inverted wall. That, that now became friends somehow or another and wish one of my best friends. So, you know, that's another thing about this community that I love and, and, and why I think that is the reason why I do what I do is because it's, it's really a big family in a way, you know, and family, some people don't get along with others. Some people do, some people you love more than others, but in the end you want to see everybody succeed. You know, every, you want to help everybody get across that finish line and get the medal, the t-shirt, the headband, whatever it is. But um, you also get the story, you know, yeah. you get that story of, uh, um, of, you know, after a race, you go back to, you know, if you're in a group at the hotel and you just tell these stories about uh, mile six, what the, what the hell is that? You know, well, where was that climb? How did that happen? You know, whatever it is. And so, oh, yeah. uh, and that's one of the things I love. And I, I, I missed that. That was, I think, the hardest part, like in 2021, when everything started to open back up. And you go to races and the community wasn't there right at the beginning where all of a sudden, like some of them, like the first one I really went to, like the bigger races was Spartan in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it was in like March of 2021. And I go there, you couldn't go into the venue until 30 minutes before you start time. And then once you finished, it was pretty much like off you went. So it was yeah. like the first time and it was the first time I ever ran competitive. And I ran it and then I missed that whole thing afterwards of talking to my friends like, oh my God, I hit every obstacle. I did this. You know, I just did a a super in, you know, less than two hours, you know, and everything else. And I mean, this was huge to me and I had no one to share it with. And that was one of the biggest things that just killed me in that race. It like destroyed, honestly, like destroyed my spirit almost. But I will say that I will give tons of credit to everybody who put an event on Oh, yeah. Any type of event because, you know, I, you know, some people would contact me with, with questions and, and 
No, I, unless you were an event producer during that time, it was it's very hard to understand the legal hoops that they had to jump through yes. um, to get these events happening. You know, Spartan, yeah, in Spartan and and you know with these multi-state events, Spartan, Tough Mudder, Savage, um, and this is something that happened with Bone Frog as well. Is you can have the same event, one in New York, one in Pennsylvania, one in Michigan, and all three will have different rules. Yes. So it wasn't just that they had to put it on an event, but that's why some of them just kept the same rules as from mm-hmm. one event to the other, because just for consistency. Because, oh, yeah. and so you know, I give you know Spartan. Oh, and- I give great credit. They they did an amazing job making it happen. It just like I said, it just it hurt because it was like I, I made me really understand how much the community means to me more than the racing. And that's so, you know, and going back to tie this back to what I said way before, that's really what what our focus became is that even to this day, yes, OCR Buddy is about the events. OCR Buddy mm-hmm. is about getting the races out there and getting the information into your hands. But we you know we changed our social media, we changed the Instagram. And while while we still do what we do and I think what we do best in the world. And I will say that um, I will be very proud in saying, I think what we mm-hmm. do we're the best in the world and what we do, our social media has changed. We, we want to focus on the people. We want to focus on things that aren't your typical, Hey, like, you know, obviously, you know, we're tough mutter um, announced their world's toughest mutter. Of course, I'm going to post about that, but I'm also going to post that, you know, the Spartan announced their U.S. national series and, and, and um, in the United States and their regional race in the U.K. Of course, I'm going to post about that. But I also want to post about people who made their podium for the first time or the amazing, you know, the amazing things that some people are doing or a certain race brand that's gone above and beyond. Because those are things that's not your typical. And you know what? They may not get the same number of hits or the same number yeah. of likes. But you know what? I think that in the end, um, it, it's, it, it helps organically grow the community and who we are. And, um, and that's, that's one of the things I love about it. Oh, yeah. It also shows that, you know, you're willing to evolve. You're, you're not, you know, you're not one of those. You're not stuck in the mud saying, this is what I built. This is what it is. This is all it is. You're willing to say, hey, this is where we started. Let's see where it ends up. You know, and, and I'm and, sky's and, the limit. And every day I look forward to finding out if there's something else that I can do to make things to make things better. Yeah. To change it, to keep growing. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited. Um, you know, there were there was a time that, you know, it, it, there are times it gets very hard to do what I do with OCR Buddy. You know, events come flying in. I know I miss some things. Um, OCR Buddy is all done by hand. There's no internet scrapers. There's no programs where we find everything. It's all done by hand. There are some people that help me, but everything else is basically I'm out there asking people to put it in the events. You know, like, for example, today um, I got an email. Last week I got an email um, of all the DECA affiliates to date. Every DECA affiliate gym is now in OCR Buddy, you know, every single one. And, um, you know, and and I'm working with them, try to have their new affiliates put their information in themselves. 
Um, because anything that other people can do is more information that can get into the hands. I see everything that comes through. I literally physically approve every event, um, trainer posting, code posting, uh, whatever it is. I literally physically see every single one that comes through. But the more events and more things that people can put in themselves that I miss, it makes it, it makes the OCR buddy even better. So yeah. if you're listening to this and you're a race director, please contact me, put your races in yourself. It will make things a lot easier for me. It'll make things easier for you. Plus I'll get the information as you want it. If you are a trainer, we have a spot where you can list yourself as an OCR trainer. If you're a, a gym, same thing. Um, we have a lot of different things that we provide information for our community that is at no charge. We don't charge to download. We don't charge to post your codes. We don't charge to uh, post you as a trainer, your gym, nothing. There's no money that I have ever taken in from anything but an advertiser in OCR Buddy because I want, uh, I should rephrase that. There used to be a $1.99 to download. From that day forward, which was uh, a little more than a year ago, we have not taken a penny. And um, the only reason it was a dollar ninety nine was because I thought that if people paid a dollar ninety nine, they would have have a little more vested interest because they bought it. Yeah. And that thought worked for a very long time, and it was a true thought. It's a it's a it's a, a business sense. But when I made that switch, um, you know, unless you're going to be a paid advertiser with whatever that is, everything is going to be free. Um, and I will say that to race brands. I if you you can put a code anytime into OCR Buddy that's not promoted in any single way, and it is free. I do not charge you to put a code in that's also going to have you not charge your full amount later on. I don't double dip. I don't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, so not that you know it, it's a good business sense to do, and there are ways that we can promote for a fee. Yes, but. Um, Anything we do that you go through the app that's not saying promoted or sponsored is free 100% for any user or person who submits information. I know. Well, it, we're, we're getting close to that hour mark. So, I mean, this has been a great conversation about the community, OCR, um, everything in OCR Buddy. I mean, OCR Buddy is a huge part of the OCR community. Um, you've done so much to make sure that people have been able to continue to do OCRs to help them out throughout, you know, a pandemic and find virtual races. And I mean, it's a great tool. So anybody who's listening who doesn't have OCR Buddy, go download it and look at all the st stuff that it can help you do to find and help you plan out, you know, your races. I mean, one of the things is, you know, a lot of people know there's a good chance that in a couple months, I'll be living in Texas. So I'm going to definitely need OCR Buddy so I can find all the cool races down there. So, yeah. You can always find me um, through Instagram at OCR Buddy. You can find me on Facebook at OCR Buddy. Um, those messages come directly to myself. Um, I see them all. So if there's a, there's a question that you have, please, you can email me, Russ at OCRBuddy.com. You know, I mentioned quickly before that we have 75 ambassadors now. Mm -hmm. uh, they're in 15 different countries around the world. Now we have, there's one in Malaysia and India, Kuwait, um, Chile, Finland, uh, uh, Denmark is a, a whole bunch of countries. Point being that even if you see someone who's listing themselves as an ambassador, you can ask them questions as well. Um, you know, that's all about the community. We're here for you guys. If there's something that you want to see in the app, that's not there. Tell me, 
If it makes sense, I will do it. We have some other surprises I haven't mentioned that we're working on that um, that are pretty cool. You know, we're, we have, we're not even in beta testing it. It's like in Zeta testing at this point because it's, it's in my head. So there's just, I could talk about this forever. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and talk about the awards. Nominations are open. You go to, you can, um, it's on my Instagram page. It's on our Facebook page. It's there. It's also, if you go on my Instagram page, the profile, the link, that is to the nominations. Um, and nominate your favorites. You know, find find who you, who inspires you. What do you like? That's who I want to see. That is, <laughs> that is what I want to see out there. And, um, you know, it's, we've already had uh, a quarter of the amount of nominations in the first 36 hours than we had in all of last year combined. So um, we're excited and it's cool. And I, and, and you guys, this community and you guys, the, the BeastNet, you mean so much to everything that we do, all the collaborators, um, my friends, um, you know, my teammates, everybody who just wears this jersey and this color and this logo, you know, I, you know, I saw a picture of someone in Austria wearing it, wearing a t-shirt. I, I'm just blown away. Um, so just, Thanks, man. It's, 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 it's cool, man. It's humbling. I'm, I'm a right. humble person from all of this. So, and, and like I said, anytime, if you have anything you want to talk about, if something new you want to roll out, whatever you want to come on here and promote it, you're welcome on BeastNet anytime. Like I said, you're part, you're part of the BeastNet family. So you're stuck with us. So. Well, thanks. And you guys are one of our partners and I appreciate everything that, that you do. And, you know, may not like the comments or, or, you know, comment on them, but believe me, I see it, you know, I saw it today, you, you know, shared things a few times. So it's, um, it's, it's just what everyone does for, for me, you know, for me and the amount of work that Bonnie does and, and our ambassadors do and our partners, it's, it's, it's just makes me work harder. Oh yeah. And thank oh. you. That, those are the two words that I will say is thank you. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. And I, I'm sure we will talk again soon. And like I said, anything you need from BeastNet, let me know and we'll we'll make it happen. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. I appreciate it. I'm yeah, always here later. for you guys, too. All right. All right. Have a good night. You too. All right. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, Find us on Facebook, like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.